We have been going through the study of the book of Luke. So far, we are in chapter 5, finally, after how many months? <laughs> we started in December, uh, so December, January, February, now we are in March, we are uh, in chapter 5. Today, we are reading chapter 5, verse 17 to 25. For those who may not know me, my name is Joseph Kibet, and I serve here as one of the pastors. It is such an honor and a privilege to bring you God's word today. Luke chapter 5, verse 17 says, One day Jesus was teaching, and the Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and from Judah uh, and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the the tiles into the middle of the crowd right in front of Jesus. During the offering time, the worship team, we'll read the remaining bit later, the worship team led us in this song, the Lord will not wait for you to come where we are. We are going to come where you are. We are so desperate for you, we're not going to let anything stop us. For these four gentlemen, together with their friend, they could not wait for the day when Jesus would come where they would be. For some, Jesus was walking on the streets and found them and healed them. For some, they came and told Jesus, hey, my daughter is sick or somebody is sick, would you just come and heal them? But these four gentlemen were not going to wait for that time. Instead, they are going to look for Jesus. How desperate are you to meet with Jesus? For some of us, we may have right reasons why we can't come to Jesus. The same way these four gentlemen had reasons why they could not get to Jesus. The place was packed, as in you couldn't just walk to where Jesus was. They had a genuine reason. And they could remain with that and say, because there are so many people, my friend, eh, we can't get to Jesus. The same way today we can easily say, if you only knew the kind of work I do, And it's a genuine reason that it can pass. Or you could say, I wish you knew how many things I need to do. Or I wish you knew how tired I am when I get home in the evening. Or whatever reason that you would give. And they would sound so genuine. But then the question is, how desperate are you to meet with Jesus? There was a lady with the issue of blood for 12 years. And she had tried everything else. She got to a place where she got tired and she was like, whatever goes, whatever happens, I'm going to meet Jesus and I'm going to touch the helm of his garment. And I am so desperate at this point. There's a gentleman called Batimaios. Batimaios, depending on your... Do you want to pronounce that? international language. There's this guy who was blind. Um, and when he heard that Jesus was passing, he started shouting, Jesus of Nazareth. Ah, he said what? He said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And he kept on shouting, and people around were telling him, keep quiet, keep quiet. And he was like, I will not keep quiet. I'll keep on shouting. And he did that until eventually Jesus called for him. If you are so desperate to meet with Jesus, it does not matter what is happening in your life. It does not matter. If you want to meet him, you will meet him. If you want to meet him, 
you will meet him. So what ex- excuses are you giving? They're just excuses. If you want to meet him, you will meet him. Sometime in our life, we will not be able to go to Jesus on our own. And we will need people to carry us to Jesus. The same way with this paralyzed man, he could not carry himself to Jesus. He could not walk to Jesus. And therefore, he needed four of his friends to carry him and take him to where Jesus was. I'd like to ask you a question. Do you have people in your life whom when you are broken and you can't go to Jesus, they will come and get you where you are and carry you to Jesus? Do you? You see a rhetorical question. You you have. Ah, nice. I have, you have, you have two people. Ah, two people. Three people. People who have somebody who can carry them to Jesus. I propose that you would have four. This gentleman had four, at least four stretcher bearers. A, a, a stretcher is carried by four people. Would you find those people in your life? It could be people in the same ministry with you. It could be people in the same e-group with you. It could be a band of brothers. It could be binties that you surround yourselves together with. That they know you so well. And that when you are broken, when you are down, they will come and get you where you are and take you to Jesus. A story is told of a band of brothers who took one of their own and they put sense into his mind. They restored him to Jesus in a peculiar way. This gentleman, his wife went to this band of brothers and told them, eh, this friend of yours hit me. Friends came and told the guy, hey, you hit your wife. Okay, the next time you're going to do this, we're going to do the same to you. The guy thought it was a joke. So he hit his wife again. And then she told the guys. The guys came, took this jama, told him, we are, let's go out somewhere outskirts of town. Let's have a meal. Once they were there, they thoroughly smashed the guy. They thoroughly beat him. story. And then after that, they took him to hospital, paid the bills. And, 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 and took, took, took him home. Then the guy was like, I couldn't believe you guys would beat me that way. And then they said, we couldn't believe that you could hit your wife that way. You have such a people who will speak sense into you, even when you are hard-headed. Who will take you back to Jesus by force and say, we, you belong to Christ. That, that place does not belong to you. You belong with the Lord. When okay, answer was in a prayer and forgive the language I'm really mixing today, yeah? I'm really happy in the presence of the Lord. Amen, amen. It could be that your prayer life is, is, is lacking or you are really not even studying the word of God. Do you have those people who will come and tell you, hey, wait, this is not how a believer should live. Come back to the place of prayer. Come back to the place of studying God's word. If the kind of friends that you say you have are not the ones that will take you to Jesus, but will take you away from Jesus, allow me to say that those are not the kind of friends that we are looking for. We are looking for those that will take us to Jesus. Praise the Lord. Now, you say, some of us say that we have these, these individuals who will take us to Jesus. Are they aware that you expect them to take you back to Jesus? Or is it just in your head that I know, uh, I know, I know Olivia will come, I know Joy will come, I know Lucy will come? Is it all in your head? Or have you told them that I expect you to play this role for me? If you haven't, 
kindly do so. Kindly do so. And this is a good opportunity for you. If you, are, you don't belong to an e-group, please join one. And I'd, I'd like to appreciate Trinity e-group. This week you have really rallied, again, together with Binti uh, and, and, and the rest of the church, we have really rallied around Jackie and her family. This morning, uh, we are at the morgue, we are releasing the body as uh, they travel uh, to Yugi's for the burial, which is tomorrow. And thank you so much, Church, for just coming alongside Jackie to love on her, to cry with her, to encourage her together with the family. Yesterday, during the memorial service, the church was full, as in more than it is right now. I was shocked. <laughs> but anyway, we are having a beautiful time in the presence of the Lord. You have those people who you can call at 2 a.m., at 3 a.m. They will drop everything and come and carry you to Jesus. Now, it is easy to expect other people to play that role for you, Sindio. Pastor Titus, I need help, I need Jesus, come and pray for me, my brother. It is easy for me to expect him to do that and to expect other people to do that for me. But are you willing to play that role for someone else in this congregation? Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to wake up at 3 a.m. to go sort out another believer who needs Jesus? Or are we the kind of people like, ah, just, just minister to me, just love on me, just care for me. But when it comes to me caring for you, that's where I draw the line. That I'm just here to receive. As a body of Christ, we are here to minister to one another. We receive care, yet we still give care. So, are you on the lookout here within church, within your ministry, within your e-group, to see somebody that may need caring to Jesus? How desperate are you to see fellow believers restored, growing, and thriving in their relationship with God? Are you seeing another believer right here in this church or in your office and you know they are struggling in their relationship with Jesus. And you're like, ah, but Christo was squeezy. Angalia wa Christo. That is an opportunity. Something else I'd like to point out that it costs to love others. It costs to care for others. It costs relationally. It costs physical strength. It costs financially. It costs spiritually. Are you willing to pay the cost for loving people as Christ wants you to love them? Are you willing to pay the cost for caring for people as Christ wants you to care for them? The friends of the paralyzed man paid a cost. They went, they, they, it took them physical strength first of all. It took them social capital. Imagine somebody coming to your home removing a roof. You're going to Kosana with that jamas, It cost them relational energy. It cost them social capital. Maybe they burnt their relationship with this uh, guy whose roof they removed. It must have cost them financially because eventually they must, they must have had to replace that roof. But they are willing to pay that cost to see their friend restored to Jesus. Are you willing to pay the cost? And for us, it, it may be that we'll pay the cost at the place of prayer and travail in prayer. It may mean that you may need to buy lunch for this person and just hear them out 
and encourage them and challenge them to love God more. It may mean that like this band of brothers, that you will take this guy out and thoroughly beat him up and speak sense into him that he may know he needs to live for God and not for this world. God so loved the world that he did what? That he gave. If we say indeed that we love one another, then we will be willing to pay the cost. We will be willing to give. And not only financially, but we will we, we'll need to give towards bringing these people back to Christ. Luke five twenty to 25, as we draw to a close. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins, your sins are forgiven. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law began thinking of, uh, to themselves, who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Jesus knew that they, uh, what they were thinking and asked, why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven or to say get up and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the, baptize, uh, to the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up, take up your uh, mat, and go home. Immediately he stood up and in front of them took what he had been lying on and went home praising God. How when will I get to preach the word of God with you? Hakuna, 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 usilo yueza. Hakuna, hakuna, hakuna. What is that thing that is too hard, that you feel is too hard for God? What comes to mind? What is that thing that you feel, it could be as we were praying for Kenya, you are thinking Kenya is far too gone. We are, we are too much in debt. Our leaders don't have any choices and you feel Kenya is beyond redemption. Hakuna, 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 usilo yueza. Hakuna, 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 usilo yueza. It could be that it is your marriage, that your feeling it is far too gone. This can't be salvaged. It is beyond God. It is paralyzed. It is broken. Hakuna. Oh, sorry. Hakuna. 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 Usilo. It could be your job. You feel things are just too bad. Profits as equal. It's just lost since 2020. When? Since COVID started. Things are not working out. Pressure job, nimbingi sana. You just have any, you're meeting deadline to deadline to deadline. You're just struggling at work. Things are hard. Hello, 
it could be the grief is just too much it's just so hard to say bye it could be your heart is broken it could be you are giving up on something it could be a health situation it could be you're waiting upon god to give you a child and you have waited for too long it could be god has given you a ministry and you feel this thing is just impossible as in kenya mungu ameniyembea nifanye is just too hard hakuna 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 usilo kiweza hakuna This is what the Lord says. But I want you to know that the son of man has authority on earth to do whatever he wants. So, I speak life to that situation. And I speak to you and say and I tell you get up, rise up, pick up your mat and go home. Pick up your mat and go home. Would you just start talking to Jesus right now? Just tell him, Father, I'm here. I believe you're able to do this. Father, I know you are able to do this. Oh Lord, take over this situation. Take over this marriage, Father. I have tried everything I can. Take it over. Father, finances I have tried everything. Lord, you are the provider. There is nothing too hard for you, Lord. Father this morning guy evening this morning father we arise by faith and we say lord that it is possible with you Lord in the name of Jesus Christ We may have waited on you for this thing for too long and we feel like giving up Father for me I am praying for my father who is not born again Lord I have prayed like many here have prayed for different issues And Father I still trust that you are able to do this for us Father I believe you are able to resurrect even the dead. Father I speak healing Lord. I speak restoration Lord revive those dreams that had died Lord. Father fill us afresh with the Holy Spirit and help us to live the kind of life that you want us to live as believers. Lord that somebody who has struggled with a sin here for so long and they feel like 
this is just my life me this thing i will i try to this addiction i taisha father i speak freedom you who breaks every chain i speak freedom in the mighty name of our lord jesus christ father i speak restoration of hope where hope has died father lift up our faith once again father help our unbelief we speak healing physical healing to that person who is sick we speak restoration of that marriage we speak provision to that family we speak dear lord a revitalization to that business and to that company in the name of jesus christ we speak to kenya and say there is hope for you kenya it is not all gone as so long as christ is on the throne there is hope for you kenya there is hope for you kenya one day we will arise and rejoice of what the lord has accomplished it is not too late for kenya it is not too late for your family so lord come and take over and reign in the mighty name of our lord jesus christ amen 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 sana worship team unaweza kash ni kidogo at this point nitaomba munipatie muda kidogo zaidi ya 12 maana ni hiyo haikukuwa kwa program hiyo imekuja tukiendelea si tumesema tutajeshilia mbele za Mungu i pray you will forgive me or come on pastor kibera na ubiri akigai Mungu amsaidia harakisha nitaharakisha Jesus has the power to forgive sin he forgave the sin of this guy who was paralyzed the thing with god is when he forgives sin he says go and sin no more whoever the lord has set free today whoever the lord is setting free those chains are being broken he is forgiven he set you free he says go and sin no more john 5:14 to 15 says afterwards jesus found him in the temple and said look you have been made well sin no more do what I will push it ahead and say go back to your to your daily life eh and leave it with a deep desperation for God. Usinde na ikwetu kawaida. We've had an encounter with God today. Let's not go back the way we we were. Let's go back with this hunger and desire for God. Now, Jesus can heal any sickness. He is able to heal any sickness. But as he healed this paralyzed man there are so many others that he did not heal now i'd like to bring to your attention that god may heal us or he may choose to give us the grace to endure or he may choose to heal us in a way that we may not want by taking us home nirudie ama mmesikia he may choose to heal us the way we are praying he may choose to give us grace to go through the situation he may choose to take us home instead in whatever he chooses to do i pray that our response will be god it is you who gives and it is you who takes praise be to the name of the living god our response to whatever he chooses should be to find a way that we can glorify him in that situation he may give you that new job or not we pray that he will but we also pray that his will will be done 
when his will comes and he says remain in that same job position, our next prayer should be, God, would you help us to glorify you in this situation, even though it is not my ideal situation. And us just bow down and pray, and then I'll invite Pastor Titus up. And us to, to respond to this text in prayer. And as I mentioned them, just start speaking to God. I would like you to pray that nothing will hinder you from coming to Jesus. We can give so many excuses and say there's, there's this reason and there's that reason and there's this reason and that and all that. Would you just ask that nothing, God will give you the grace that nothing will hinder you from coming to Jesus and that you will do whatever it takes to get to Jesus. Ask God to give you stature bearers if you don't have. Ask God to give you the grace to pay the cost for loving him, for loving other people and for caring for them. Ask God to help you to glorify him in all situations, even if it is not your ideal situation. And pray for God to help us to sin no more. Would you just talk to God? Father, we have received your word with thanksgiving in our heart. I pray that it will be the reality of our lives and not just a wonderful sermon that we had. Be exalted and be magnified. For this last section of prayer that we are going to, Lord, would you still speak to us, Father? Would you direct us? Would you minister to us? And this we pray in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ.